0: Hi, welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Alex Papas, Senior Pastor at Oceans Unite Christian Center.
1: Well, good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us this morning. To be very honest with you, this is my favorite place to preach down here because then I can look you in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> So this morning, we're going to be talking about a very important subject. It is Sanctity of Life Day, and I believe that our God is the God of life. He is the God of life. He's the one who gives life, and I don't know about you, but I'm so grateful for the life that he has given each and every one of us. And so this morning, we're going to dive into the word real quick. It's, it's, my message will be short because I'm going to be inviting Bonnie up to share with us about what goes on at CareNet. And the role that they play in our community, I believe that the role they play is extremely important. And I want to create an awareness here at Oceans because we need to support them and the work that they do. You know, the world has a lot to say at the moment about different things. And the world tries to program us. The Bible tells us that, that we should not be conformed to this world. The word conformed in the Greek actually means to be fashioned. To this world, But we should be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So God's word is what transforms our minds. And we should not listen to what necessarily the world tells us about certain things when God has the, the final say. How many of you believe that his word is the final authority? So when it comes to the subject, which is a difficult subject to talk about, but the subject of abortion, we need to have a look at what God's word has to say about it. Now, I want to start right off the bat. How many of you are thankful for the blood of Jesus? So we're going to be discussing a really, you know, a a really important topic to, you know, without the word, without knowing what God says in his word, we don't know what to do. So if you are sitting here and you've maybe been involved in an abortion, the first thing I want to say is there's no condemnation. The grace and the mercy of God is sufficient. And you have been made new, you have been, you, know, you have been made whole, and so don't feel like that at all. But we need to create an awareness for the sake of the congregation now and for our children as well, and for our children's children. It's very important that we take a look at what God says. So what does God have to say about a subject like this? Let's first go to Genesis 1, verse 27. Who's the one who creates life? The Bible says in, in, in Genesis 1, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Now the truth is, we could spend a whole morning just talking about the fact that God created them male and female. He has created them. We could spend some time there, right? This morning. You know, there is no confusion. God has created us male and female. He has not created a male to be a female and a female to be a male. Is that okay? There's really very little confusion. And that's not a condemning thing. But the world is trying to teach that you have a choice. No, that's nonsense. You either have a male or a female stuff. You know what I mean? It is what it is. So, you know, God has created us this way. But he's the one who gives that life. And it's important that we start at the point where, where does life really begin? The world will try and tell you that life only begins once the baby is born. But the truth is, the Bible teaches us that the life is in the blood. So when there's blood, when that blood begins to form, when that blood, the cells come together and life begins to take place right at that point. Leviticus 17, says, for the life of the flesh is in the blood, And I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your soul. So we know that the life is in the blood. And that's where life really begins. It begins in the blood. Did you know that a child, a fetus, is fully grown? When I say fully grown, I mean it has everything. It has little fingers. It has a heart. It has everything it needs. Everything at 12 weeks. At 12 weeks, a baby is fully formed, which is quite incredible. Am I right, Bonnie? Yes, I'm right. Okay. Did you know that a baby's heartbeat starts between five and seven weeks? There is a little heartbeat, which means the blood is flowing in that little baby at five weeks old already. It's interesting because God has a lot to say about us in the womb. If you have a look at Psalm 139 verse 13, I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. It says, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Everyone say before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Job 31, verse 15. The Bible mentions this very often. Job 31, 15. Did not he who made me in the womb make them? Did not the same one fashion us in the womb? So we can see God fashions us, he forms us in the womb. Isaiah 45, 24 says this Thus says the Lord your Redeemer. And he who formed you from the womb, I am the Lord who makes all things, who stretches out the heavens all alone, who spreads abroad the earth by myself. God has a plan for each and every one of us. He has formed us and creates us and he he molds us in the womb from very little. That little heart begins to beat at five weeks old or whatever it is and God's already, or He already knows who you are. In fact, did you know that the Bible tells you that God knew you before you were formed, before He formed you. He already knew you. Jeremiah 1 verse 5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. And He's talking to the prophet whose purpose was to become a prophet. So He says, I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Listen, God, when he is, or when even before you are formed in your mother's womb, already has a purpose and a plan for your life. He already has ordained it to be so, created you with this purpose. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it beautiful? Come on, somebody better say amen before you say, oh my. Galatians one fifteen. One more scripture on this, and then we'll get into some more stuff here. But I haven't got too much time, so I must not take too long. I can preach really long Bonnie <laughs> Galatians 1:15 but when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace listen God has called us separated once you come out of the womb you step into the destiny and the purpose that God has for you the only one who messed it up was man he didn't mess it up his purposes and his purposes are perfect his plan his plans are perfect did you know and most of you will know this that have been at oceans long enough, that we are not in a battle in the flesh. The Bible teaches us that we're in a spiritual battle. In fact, let me rather say it like this. We are part of a spiritual battle. Everything you see manifest in the natural is influenced by something in the realm of the spirit because you must understand the only thing that is eternal is what's in the spirit. What's in the natural is not eternal. It will die, but what goes on in the spirit continues it continues on for eternity. Do you all agree with that? So what does that mean? That means that what we see playing out on the earth today is nothing new. You see in the ancient of days in the days when the you know in the in the, in the old, days of old in the, with the Israelites you know uh, back in the times of Canaan and those days there was a god called Molech. Molech was a Canaanite god. And what happened was the children of Israel, unfortunately, began to follow that god. They began to draw away from God. They began to leave his statutes and his ways and began to worship these false idols. And you'll see in just a moment what the Bible calls these idols. And it's interesting that the god of Molech or the god Molech or or this, this entity, this idol, basically what would happen was they would bring their children and sacrifice their children to this to this, to this demon, to the spirit, to this idol. And, and the Bible has a lot to say about this, but I'm just gonna share one scripture. Psalm 106:37 says this, they even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons and shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted. Why? Because of what they had done. The land had become polluted. In what way? It had become polluted with blood. Thus they, they were defiled by their own works and played the harlot with their own deeds. Therefore the wrath of God was kindled against his people so that he adorned his own inheritance. Listen, when America legalized abortion, there was a downward spiral for our nation. And that is a reality that we must face. There were consequences for the children of Israel, and there are consequences for us as well. That's why the church must stand up against abortion. Listen, whether, listen, you must understand something. This is really important. You must realize that whether the child is killed in the womb or out of the womb, it's still an entity that's receiving what he desires. Are you with me? The spiritual battle is still taking place. That demonic force is still having its way. And so we as the church must rise up against this because there is no question it affects our nation. In fact, there's a book by Jonathan Kahn, I believe it's The Harbinger, he's written so many, where it talks all about the effects of Roe v. Wade and what took place in our nations just years later. It's very powerful, very, very uh, interesting. I really recommend you go and read it. Now, you might begin to say, well, you know, why is it like this? You know, I don't like it. I don't agree. It's my body, all this stuff. I understand where you're coming from. But let's see what God has to say about that. Isaiah 45, verse number 9. Isaiah 45, verse number 9. And I'm, I'm almost done. What sorrow awaits those who argue with the creator? Does a clay pod argue with its maker? Does the clay dispute with the one who shapes it, says, stop, you're doing it wrong. Does the pod examine the clumsy? Can you, uh, how clumsy can you be? How terrible it would be if a newborn baby says to its father, why was I born? Or if it said to its mother, why did you make me this way? This is what the Lord says, the Holy One of Israel and your Creator. Do you question what I do for my children? Do you give me orders about the work of my hands? Listen, God is the one who gives life, and that life starts in the belly. And we have to stand up and protect that church. It is so important. Listen to me the way that you vote is absolutely vital, it plays a role. You have a voice. Don't be silent to things that are just clearly scriptural. You have to stand up for what God says is right. Can you say amen? All right, I have one more thing to share with you, and this is so important. You know, many people say, well, there's no real evidence in scripture you know, Even what I've spoken about, even though it's so clear that God's already speaking to you, has relationship with you, knows you while you're in the womb, no question. But just take a look at one thing. Now, I know that we in this dispensation are in a dispensation of grace. Thank you, God. Can you say amen? I'm so happy I'm not running around in the days of Canaan in those days. Now I'm here. We drive cars. It's awesome. Amen? But take a look at this scripture because it's very, very powerful and gives us a glimpse in how serious this issue, I believe, is to the Lord. Remember, Scripture should always be taken into context. So what's the context of what's about to take place? Exodus 21 verse 22, if men fight and hurt a woman with child, watch, so that she gives birth prematurely, so the child is born prematurely, now watch, yet no harm follows. The child has not been harmed, the child is fine. He shall surely be punished accordingly as the woman's husband imposes on him. And he shall pay as the judge determines. Now again, this is Old Testament scripture. But take a look at how serious the death would have been. But if any harm follows, then you shall give a life for a life. In other words, that child's life was considered a life before it was born. Amen. There is no question that God considers life before it's born. There is no question about it. Now, the reason why I'm so excited to bring Bonnie here this morning is because I firmly believe with all of my heart that God has strategically placed them in this community to create an awareness and to help women struggling. What's amazing is most of you and I don't know what's going on in our community with this subject, but she's gonna give you some information that's astounding. Now, a couple of years ago when we had our fundraiser for the real mission for the House of Transfiguration, I got to meet Bonnie for the very first time. And when she came and stood with her husband, who's also an amazing guy, she came and stood in front of me with him, and and immediately I sensed the call of God on her life. I didn't know who she was at the time and what she was doing, but as the night progressed, I found out exactly where she came from and everything. But even before I found that out, I knew God had something really special for this lady. And I tell you, she's a great woman of God, a woman of courage, and 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 I, and I can tell you, she's doing this, serving in this ministry for the right reasons. So we want to welcome you, Bonnie. Thank you so much for coming and being a part of this morning with us and sharing with us the value of life.
0: That is so kind. Thank you so much, and um. There's also something very, very special about you, Pastor Alex. I know when I met you the first time, I felt it also. And I am so grateful that I get to be here and share. I I get to go around Indian River County, and sometimes I share for five minutes, ten minutes. But this is the first time I get to share a lot. So that's either good or bad for you. So hopefully you'll enjoy it. But um, I just want you to think for a moment. We all have something in common And one day, when I was just meditating on Psalms 139, I started thinking about, I was in my mother's womb. So that verse, we've shared it a couple of times, says, you created me in my mother's womb. So all of us have that in common. Our mothers gave us life, and he knit us together in our mother's wombs, and we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And so that's the beauty of what we all have in common. So, CareNet, uh, we are a Christ centered ministry. And our mission is we are a Christ centered ministry built on the biblical principles of sanctity of human life, sexual purity, and adoption. CareNet is committed to provide compassionate hope and practical support for those facing unplanned pregnancies and post abortion stress. So as Pastor Alex said, there is a sacredness of life. We all were created in the image of God. And the beauty is the moment of conception, the woman has 23 chromosomes, the man has 23 chromosomes, they come together and life begins. And like Pastor Alex said, there's blood, the cells start dividing. And it is amazing what happens. And something we do, we um, also share about fetal development with our moms and dads. And they are amazed because, like you said, there's so many lies. They're told that it's a clump of cells. Oh, it's not really a baby. But they get to learn and understand that that's a baby from the moment of conception. And so our vision for CareNet is we exist to intervene on behalf of the vulnerable unborn babies and the, I I never get this part, and the destitute women, family, and students facing unplanned pregnancies and post-abortion stress. So we're there for the moms, the dads, and the students. As a matter of fact, um, we've had a, a girl, 15 years old last year. She came to us and she was 20 weeks pregnant without seeing anyone and never went to a doctor. And so we, we got her launched into prenatal care. We encouraged her to go to the doctor, and, and this is what happened. The day before Thanksgiving, she came back. And we kept trying to reach her, reach her, over and over again, and we just couldn't find her. At 40 weeks pregnant, she came back. She had never seen a doctor. So needless to say, we sent her to the emergency room, and on Thanksgiving Day, she had a little baby girl. Praise God! It was she was healthy. But this 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 young girl never went to the doctor. So that is something else we also try to really encourage our clients. So as far as our clients go, we see anyone and everyone. Uh, they can be homeless. And um, the summer of 2020, we actually had four homeless pregnant moms come into this center, and they were either uh, couch surfing or trying to save enough money to stay in a hotel, or they're literally in their car. And so we got to help them get into a house, and um, and a couple of them even placed their babies up for adoption, which I'll tell you more about that in a minute. And so also, it doesn't matter what race, what religion you are, um, on our client intake form, we have everything on there, Christian, Catholic, Buddha, Hindu, Muslim, Wiccan, and we even had a Wiccan come in a few weeks ago, and she couldn't believe that that was on there. And the good thing is, we got to plant some seeds about Jesus. She shared that she learned about this in the library. She was raised Catholic, but seeds were planted. And and um, the beautiful thing about Karenette, since we are a Christ-centered ministry, we ask them if we can pray for them, and 99% of the time they say yes, and tears are rolling down their eyes because. They can't believe that someone is actually praying for them and for their unborn baby, and so also, yes, it's it's a blessing. And then we also see them for a thousand days—the first critical thousand days. A lot of times, people think, "Oh, it's a pregnancy center; it's only when you're pregnant." But no, we we see them until their child is two years old at least, and even beyond, because um, you know that once the mother has the baby, the the hard work is just beginning, as any of you know if you've had children. And so we get to partner with her and we encourage them to come back week after week and build that relationship with her. And the beautiful thing is she starts trusting us, she opens up, and many women have accepted Christ or they've rededicated their lives to Christ. And every week we do 20 to 30 uh, Bible studies with them. And um, also we get to do parenting classes, which I'll tell you about that in a minute. So. Um, so when they first come in, they're usually pregnant and scared. And so we have all these emojis on our client intake form. So this, this girl, I, I see their faces in my mind. They might be scared. They might be um, just angry that they're pregnant. They might have no feelings at all. They just don't know what they're going to do. And so we go through pregnancy options counseling. And there's only three things to date once you get pregnant that you can do. We talk to them about parenting, and then if they're abortion-minded, we talk to them about adoption, and we partner with three different adoption agencies here. Um, They actually live in, or they're in Orlando and Fort Pierce, but they come to Vero Beach. We meet with them, and we let these moms know, you have the right to decide if you want an open adoption where you can see your child anytime you want, or a, a partial adoption where it's, it's, there's um, guidelines or closed adoption where you don't want your child to ever know you and you don't know what, you don't want to know about your child. And um, it's, the open adoptions are beautiful because they can still see their child grow up and see that their children are taken care of. And then uh, there's abortion. And so what we do is we ask permission if we can share about abortion because Many lies have been told, like it's a clump of cells, there's not a heartbeat, and it's not gonna hurt you. Well, those are all lies, and so we share with them, and what's really bad now, it's very sad, because these women can get an abortion pill in the mail. This is just something recently that has come up, and and what's so terrible about this is a lot of times the women don't know how far along they are. And raise your hand if you've seen the movie Unplanned. Yeah, that, it is a fabulous movie. I highly recommend it and it's it's 100% accurate from what we see at the center. So with the chemical abortions, um, the first pill will stop the baby's heart from beating and then she takes the next pill the next day and it, it causes the baby to detach from the uterine wall and then she delivers her baby in her bathroom and it's horrible i've talked to women that have gone through that and it's so traumatic and yet um, now they can get these pills in the mail and in the state of florida you're supposed to be able you're supposed to have an ultrasound before you get an abortion because the ultrasound will determine the size of the baby and the procedure, and the price, it, it all depends on that, and I, I appreciate, Pastor Alex, you speaking on this very sensitive subject, because people don't want to talk about abortion, but it's happening all around us. One in four women, no matter the uh, audience, have had an abortion, so there's a lot of hurting people out there, and so we're grateful that we get to help them, but so, so then, once we tell them about their options, once they see that we are there to support them, 84% of the time, the st- statistics show that they will choose life. If just one person or one entity will support them, because when they come in, they have, um, they have all this fear. And the reason why a woman gets an abortion is fear, guilt, shame, or finances, They don't want to get an abortion, and that's why there's no condemnation at all. They are hurting people. And so then what we do is we, let's see, yeah, we refer them to doctors because we want them to get their prenatal vitamins and launch them into prenatal care. And then we offer them a free ultrasound. And that is something so exciting for CareNet. We've been here in Indian River County almost 38 years. It's hard to believe, and God did a miracle in 2020, so we never had an ultrasound. And I shared this before, but um, in, in 2000, in the year 2000, I was on the board of directors, and we were talking about getting an ultrasound, and then I got off, I raised my kids, and then I got back on in 2017. We still didn't have an ultrasound. And then God called me to this position in 2019, unbeknownst to me, but I'm very, very grateful he did. And then in 2020, during the pandemic, we were given two free ultrasound machines. It was just amazing. And so the first one was a little antiquated. And then the second one is a state-of-the-art ultrasound machine. And so in that picture, that's Carrie, our ultrasound tech, and she is a rdms and i didn't know what that was a few years ago but it's a registered diagnostic medical sonographer and she's gone to school two years to be an ultrasound tech and um also that's my daughter's belly and my granddaughter and so if someone had told me 20 years ago that your daughter was going to be the very first person scanned at carenet i would have said no way because it could have been thousands of different girls, but what happened was our um, board president, we, he, the ultrasound machine was coming in and the board president said, well, you just told me Bethany's preg- pregnant. Why don't you have her get the ultrasound? And I just, I just couldn't believe it. So that, that's just a miracle of God in itself. And so um, Carrie does five things um, at an ultrasound exam. First, she makes sure that there's a heartbeat And what she also does is she makes sure that the father of the baby can be there if at all possible. She'll do ultrasounds at night, on weekends, and she even offered an ultrasound on Easter because that was the only day they had off. And statistics show 97% of the time they'll choose life if the father can see that heartbeat. And like Pastor Alec was saying, the heartbeat is so valuable. At um, five weeks, six days was the first, or the youngest baby, we've been able to detect that heartbeat. And we like to say they bond with the beat of the baby because when they see that little heart beating, there's no, you know, that is a live human being, that's their baby. And and also we get to tell her how old her baby is, when the baby will be due, how many babies, we've had a few sets of twins. And then also to make sure that the baby is um, growing in the right place. And so Dr. Presley, our medical director and also our board vice president, he views every scan. He's delivered thousands and thousands of babies here in Indian River County. And so let's see. Then after the ultrasound, then we talk about parenting education. So we have over 200 videos that we actually got set up uh, before the pandemic, not knowing that this crazy thing was coming. And we, we were able to send it to their phones. And so when they come in, if they want to have a Bible study in the counseling room, but they still want to learn, take parenting classes, we can text it to them. So, so all during the pandemic, we didn't close our doors for one minute. We got to still take their calls, still give them diapers and wipes. They'd pick them up on the porch, and we had to do all that crazy stuff. But we were there for them. And so the, this, these parenting classes, it teaches them how to be good parents and all the things that are going on in their body while they're pregnant. And then we also have uh, fatherhood classes because fathers are very, very important to us. We want them to be a part of this. And I'm going to invite them to your men's conference. That sounds like so much fun. I know girls aren't allowed, but, <laughs> but it, it sounds like fun. And um, they need to know that they are as much a part of this pregnancy as the mother is. And so we try to do that, we, it's called build a legacy because we want them to, to know their value. And then also we have videos in Spanish and God has done amazing things. We have had so many different cultures come to CareNet, especially this past year, you can probably guess why. But um, we have the health department is, is sending uh, women from Haiti, from Ecuador, Honduras, South America. And so thankfully, we have wonderful client advocates that are bilingual that can speak Creole, they can speak Spanish, and then we also get Bibles in Creole, and we get to do uh, Creole Bible studies. And you hear them singing and praising the Lord in their own language. It, it's just a beautiful thing. And then, once they do these parenting classes, they get to earn baby bucks. And they get a baby buck for being on time, for making an appointment, for doing Bible studies, doing these classes. And then, after they have these baby bucks, they get to go to the baby boutique and lots of baby stuff. And um, in this boutique, we have everything you can imagine. And this boutique has actually saved a baby's life. I saw. Saw the father because remember, seventy-five percent of the time they choose abortion because they think that cannot afford it. But when that dad walked in the baby boutique and he thought, Wow, I can be a part of providing for my child, it empowered him. And it was it was just beautiful. So that baby boutique is is really priceless to us. And then as Pastor Alex was saying earlier about the abortion recovery program, it's called surrendering the secret. Satan wants men and women to stay in the dark and keep this a secret because he knows it's hurting them. I um, I have a friend for 25 years. She was holding in her abortion. She was a pastor's daughter, and she taught Sunday school, but she said, inside, I felt like a murderer. I felt so guilty, and then she went through surrendering the secret. She was forgiven and set free because we know Jesus can heal every heart and he forgives every sin. And so one in four women, remember, and men, we, know, we can't forget about the men because I've talked to men that are, are hurting also. And um, one of our male advocates, he is post-abortive. He, he spoke last year at the Sanctity of Human Life event here. And 50 years ago, he drove his girlfriend to have an abortion but he will talk to men also if you have that need. And so we have a couple of classes coming up. So on the back table, there are some flyers. If you or you know of someone that could benefit from this, just pick up a flyer. And there's a post little business card, Amy Post. She will talk to anyone and everyone that has anything to do with abortion. And also on the back table, if, if there's lots of information back there. I forgot to say that. In, in the first service. But um, so our center is very small. We're only 1,700 square feet. and But our doors open nonstop. In 2021, we saw 337 different women and men almost 2,500 times. And so we stay so busy. It's, it's such a blessing. And then we did 164 pregnancy tests and 127 ultrasounds and... Uh, over 1,200 visits to the baby boutique. And so ways that uh, churches and organizations help us, we have this uh, program called Embrace Grace, and it's specifically for single moms. We see over 70% of our moms are single, so my heart goes out to these single moms. I don't know how they do it. But um, this Embrace program, it's a 12-week Bible study, and at the end of the Bible study, they have a baby shower, and then, comes Embrace Life. So after they've had the baby, they go to Embrace Life. It's a 20-week Bible studies tailored just for them. And then we also have Embrace Legacy. It's for our single dads. And through Embrace Grace, we are able to give out these love boxes. And we have these love boxes all over Care And that love love box saved a baby's life just a few months ago because this woman came in. She was abortion-minded. She had already had a child, she was a single mom, she got pregnant again, and she said, I can't do this, I just can't do this. And she said, what's that love box? And so she opens it up and inside of it says, best gift ever, and then there's also a book that's called um, A Bump in Life. And it's all these stories about unplanned pregnancies. Well, she took it with her, still planning on having an abortion. Well, then she got COVID, and she read the book while she was home, She called, and I I was thankful I got to answer the phone for this. She said, Bonnie, I'm going to keep my baby, and I'm going to go to embrace grace. And since then, she rededicated her life to Christ. She comes in weekly. I just talked to her a couple days ago, just beaming with happiness because she knows God is going to take care of her, and she just has her new life in Christ. It's so beautiful. And then the next picture are just some pictures from um, the Embrace Grace that I got to be a part of. And these three moms are amazing single women, and they were showered with all kinds of gifts. And one of these moms, um, and I want to talk about this, her child was conceived in rape. And a lot of times people think that abortion is okay except for the case of rape. This woman is so strong. She said, why would I abort my baby? Because of course people kept saying, why don't you get an abortion? You were raped. And she said, why would I do that? He didn't do anything to me. It was the man who raped me. And then people would say, why don't you place your baby for adoption? And this this woman has other children. And she said, I can't give away my child. His siblings will wonder why. And so this baby has now been born. He is adorable. And he comes to embrace life and this woman is so strong so that is a testimony even in the case of rape that child doesn't deserve to die so so there's lots of ways that you can volunteer at carenet there's a plethora of ways to volunteer and if you have any gifts or talents or time just come talk to me. And also on the back table, there's a sheet that you can sign your name and I'll give you a call. Uh, women and men, we, we could not do it without our volunteers. We have only five staff members and we have about 20 to 25 weekly volunteers and then others that come and help us do all kinds of other things. And so another thing that um, churches and groups and Bible studies do, they host baby showers, which help keep our baby boutique in um working condition. And then we also have another thing called Meals for Mama. I I know when after my daughter had her daughter, we were home after five hours, she had her at a birthing center. And I'm thinking, yikes, what do we do now? She has a husband, she has a house, she had me, but still it's scary. And I was so thankful for the ladies at our church that brought food. But our moms don't have a church family, and so we get to be the church family. So we get to bring food to them. So for the first two weeks, three times a week, we bring them a meal. So if you would like to sign up, there's some cards back there. I don't cook anymore, so I pick up a meal and I take it to her, and they just can't believe that a hot meal is being delivered to them. It's literally the hands and feet of Jesus. And then we also have different events that go on that keep us going. And you all are amazing because you have sponsored. This will be the third annual Sanctity of Human Life event this coming Friday. And there will be other things that we're talking about this Friday. So it won't be a repeat of too much of what I'm saying right now. Governor Huckabee spoke last November and gave one of the best pro-life messages. And so he gave us permission to record him. And we'll show that Friday night at 7 o'clock here. And then there'll also be some testimonies from our clients. And then in March, we have our Walk for Life. It'll be our 38th annual Walk for Life. If you'd like to be on the committee, we're going to be starting that the last week of January. And then we have the baby bottle campaign, and that's from Mother's Day to Father's Day. We have all these little baby bottles that people fill up with coins. Checks and cash are a lot easier to count. I can tell you that. And then we have our fall fundraiser every year. Uh, we have two websites. So if you want to get to know more about CareNet, in 2019 we started our Champion website, and all of you are champions. A champion is someone that promotes, advocates, and supports a cause, and the cause is CareNet and these unborn babies. So you can go to CareNet Champions and see things um, like for our events and and things that we're doing, and then our client site. If you know of someone that is pregnant and needs more information, we have our Kernet IRC site. But I thank you so much. I thank you for your partnership. It is such a blessing to be a part of the community and kingdom of God and especially oceans. And um, my number is back there. You can call me about anything and I'd be happy to talk to you. Thank you so much.
1: Right. Well, um, I think it's a suitable day to discuss a topic like this on Sanctity of Life Day. As Bonnie said, they're going to be hosting an event next week. The reason why I chose to do this this week, this week was because we went to an event of theirs last year, and um, they shared a lot of statistics and information about what goes on in our community. There is an abortion clinic in Fort Pierce. A lot going on they have a lot of information about what takes place there and while i was there i really felt like i need to bring this message to you you know many times they'll host events like that but but a lot of people don't go they don't they're not aware of what takes place so i really wanted to bring it to us on a sunday morning to make you aware of what's going on in vero beach in our community and i really believe that we should be involved we should get behind what they do so as a church oceans is going to make a donation. We've supported them a little bit over the last few years, but this year we're going to support them you know a lot more and we wanted to give you guys an opportunity as well. If you feel led to sow to Kenneth and we want to take up a special offering for them. As you know we're not passing around buckets at the moment, but you can just grab an offering envelope. Just make sure that if you make a donation to Kenneth It'll be made out to oceans, but please reference Kennet in the reference. We're gonna leave it open for this week and next week, so if you're not prepared and you didn't bring cash or you wanna do it or you need information, you can call the office. So we'll take any donations for Kennet this weekend and also next weekend. Guys, let's get behind them. Let's stand behind them. Let them get, you know, you spoke to me before the service about the fact that you need more space. So we're gonna trust God for you as well, for more space, more ultrasound machines, more medical professionals to help you guys. I really believe you have a big vision, and I believe God is going to see that vision come to pass. We hope you enjoy today's
0: teaching. For more teaching like this and other material, please visit our website
1: at www.oceansunite.com.